The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. All right, it's 7 after 11 o'clock. Welcome to the third and final hour of the show. I don't know why the phone lines are already getting busy because we haven't even started with the conversation. Um, but I guess it's because, you know, we're going to be talking about the central Karoo. Uh, so many of you probably want to get in early on the conversation. Uh, it's our municipal watch feature for today. And we're focusing on the central Karoo municipality. And in particular, of course, you would have seen uh, that the municipality's mayor, Gayton McKenzie, uh, has been um, in the news for all sorts of reasons. And he, of course, uh, recently finished his 100 days in office. Of course, um, it comes amid criticism where he's been um, criticized for interfering in matters that are not under his jurisdiction. He's been accused of not following due process, running projects uh, without the approval of council, without running them via council. His party, of course, is praising him, saying that he's managed to create jobs and fix things that have not been functional in the municipality. Well, over the next hour, we'll hopefully get a better sense of what is happening in the central Karoo. Joining us for the conversation is the district mayor, Gayton McKenzie. Mr. McKenzie, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Casey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And good morning to your listeners. Sean Mayers is the DA councillor in Beaufort West. Sean, good morning. Good morning, good morning to you and good morning to all the listeners. Brian Euster is a community and social activist. Brian, good morning. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, listeners. And later on in the show, uh, we'll also be joined by Sharifa Esop, who is a good party councillor in Beaufort West. So uh, that's just a, a look at the guests that we've lined up. As always, uh, you as our listeners are more than welcome to be part of the conversation. The number to dial this morning, 011-714-2006. That's the studio line. On the WhatsApp line, you can SMS or text voice note 06 1410407. That's the WhatsApp number. And on social media, on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio. The hashtag there, SAFM Talking Point. So let me perhaps kick off with you, Mr. McKenzie, give you a chance to reflect on, you know, the last three months or so that you've had the opportunity of being mayor in the central Karoo. What would you say or list among the uh, successes that you've had? How would you describe the experience of being mayor in that part of the country so far? No, no, thanks, Casey. What, what I can list is... <clears throat> Uh, is our successes? There are there are many. Let me start. I think the first thing, like when we came here, we realized that the the, the municipalities are working in silo. Uh, you've got you've got Prince Albert, you've got Langsburg, you've got Beaufort West municipality, that each do their own thing. They will spend money on 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 the same type of stuff that they could have shared services. Uh, they could share the services of, for instance, lawyers, uh, HR specialists, while they would overpay people to do the same thing in the different municipalities. So I think the first success would be when we implemented what we call the district development model, where we streamline uh, uh, the, 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 the decisions that's being taken in the different municipalities. And we zoomed in on Beaufort West, for instance. So when we came here, uh, there was big corruption going on here that, for instance, uh, overtime, people got more in overtime than their salaries. For the past three months, there's not been one overtime paid and and uh, the roof hasn't come down. Uh, we came here, traffic officials didn't have clothes, we were busy working on that. We came here, it was a total mess happening in this in, in the Beaufort West municipality. The successes that we've had is uh, we've managed sorry, to... Sorry, Mr. McKenzie. Um, when you talk about um, civic officials not having clothes, is, is this uniform? Yes. Uh, like, for instance, the traffic officials don't have uh, clothes to, to wear. This is uniform. They don't have uh, torches, which means they cannot light the thing. They have to use their cell phones. Uh, they don't have vehicles. Uh, 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 these are all the things we've had, uh, for instance, uh, not only officials of the traffic department, but also 
officials working for the for the municipality. They don't have PPE. They don't have protective clothing. Uh, we came here that for two years the uh, workman compensation has not been paid. We came here. Escom was owed 65 million, and they have not paid them as per what they've agreed with Escom that they would pay. So everything basically here was a mess when we came here. And we said, all right, let's zoom in on all the problems. The biggest problem I saw here was there was three municipal pools here, and we fixed two of them. And uh, we then said, let's start to start fixing the potholes. And the biggest problem for me was the bucket systems. And we said, no, let's eradicate the bucket system totally. And today I can tell you, there's no more buckets, toilets in the central Karua. Two of the pools are fixed for the children to get, they can swim and, and partake in gala things. Nobody takes overtime anymore. We've managed to create 300 and something jobs with the investors that we have enticed. And we sold the central Karua as an investment hub or destination. We've managed to get people to open a bakery. We've managed to get people to open a, a protective clothing factory. We've managed to get people to open two asphalt plants. We've managed to get a paver factory. We've managed to get people to invest in a paint factory. We've managed to get people to invest in an aluminum and glass factory. Now, those people uh, come here and they create jobs. And since I've arrived here, I've not spent one cent of the municipality. So I'm also very interested to hear what my fellow panelists are saying about me not following uh, proper processes because I've not used the scent of the municipality. These are just things that we invited people to come in. People are working. Uh, people are no longer claiming overtime. People are, 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 are getting, uh, they, we're sorting out the accounts. We have, for the first time, even ESCOM couldn't believe that they were paid 700, 7 million rents while we were uh, neglecting to pay 1.5 million every month. They were paid 7 million last month. And also the most schizophrenic thing I found here was that the poorest of the poorest electricity get blocked while the riches of the rich here and the politically connected, including councillors from specifically the Democratic Alliance. As they just, some of them just don't care to pay for services, but they take decisions over people that owe 18 rents uh, uh, and they would block that people's electricity. So, yeah, mm. I think so, we've had major successes. So, Mr. McKenzie, I, I just want to understand this clearly. When you say you haven't spent a cent of um, the budget from the municipality, what does that mean? So, the money to do all of these things, including such as paying ESCOM 7 million rand, where has that come from? All right, no, no. Maybe... You both understood what I said, or maybe I wasn't clear. Firstly, I haven't spent a cent of the municipality's money for the project that I said I'm going to do, like the eradication of the bucket system, like the portals, like the fixing of the swimming pools. Where that money came from is this municipality is under administration. It is bankrupt. There is There was basically no money. Uh, it, it couldn't even uh, 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 pay the uh, ESCOM, for instance. So what we've done, and buy clothes for the workers, what I've done is, after saying that we have to eradicate bucket toilets, I didn't realize there's no money. I then went to council, and I asked council for permission to go and raise money in order to fix the bucket toilets. Council unanimously then said, raise the money, and then you must come and give us a report and how the money was spent, how much was raised. And council took a resolution on that. I then went out to Centen. I had a gala dinner. Everybody at the gala dinner knew what the, uh, the buying a 100,000 rand table, what it means, where the money will be going to. And that is the money that we used. Now, people want to make like it says, all the political parties raise money all the time. Golf days do this, but they don't use it for service delivery. They use it for the for the different parties. This is not a new thing for politicians to go out and raise money. I don't know why it must be acted like it's a new thing. I've raised the money. I've been open with how much money we've raised. 
I said the amounts that we've raised, I went to council. We are now compiling the whole full report and we are still spending of the very same money that we've raised. Very transparently. So, so, so the issue so about... So the ESCO money, mm -hmm. the ESCO money, sorry, I didn't answer that question. Yeah. The, the ESCO money, what has happened here is ESCOM is being owed 65 million by the Beaufort West Municipality. Beaufort West Municipality, prior to my arrival here, then made an arrangement with ESCOM that they will pay the monthly bill and one million on top of the monthly bill. They then still didn't even pay the monthly bill and not even pay the, 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 the arrangement they've made with ESCOM. We then came here and we look at it, we like, but how could we have a problem in paying the 65 million if we are owed in excess of 100 million by big businesses? We then went out and we said, we're gonna start cutting for the first time electricity of, of non-paying businesses. In two days to three days, we've managed those businesses after being cut, uh, 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 managed to pay us the 7 million that we've managed to pay ESCOM. That money went straight. We paid it directly to ESCOM. All right. Which were paid by, by the municipality. So, 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 Mr. McKenzie, just then clarity around this money the, that you've been raising, um, the funds you've been raising for the municipality. In which accounts has that money been going? Has it been going it, to the party's account or the municipality's account? How has that worked? Neither. It didn't go to the party's account. It didn't go to the municipality's account. There's no businessman that will give money to give to the municipality. Money has been given to the municipality, which disappeared. We then said we must put it into a trust. Then told my lawyer, can we put this in your trust? And the money went in there. It's transparent. Everybody involved is, gets is, a is, is this your personal lawyer, not a munis not the municipality's lawyer, but your personal lawyer? No, it's lawyer. not. The, the municipality here don't even have a lawyer. Mm-hmm. They don't have a legal department. This is one of the things. And a trust is a trust. Whether it's my lawyer or that, it's governed by the same prescripts everywhere. Yes, but the point is that who set up this trust? Who is in charge of this trust? No, it was already trust? set up trust. It is already a trust that's already been there for years. This is a law firm. It's not a one lawyer. I went to a law firm. The law firm's trust handled the money. And the money will be, when I go back to council now, the money is being audited. I must then bring that report. So I don't know what the, uh, but we probably hear what the problem seems to be because the we've been told that previously money has been given for the eradication of the bucket toilets. I wasn't here then. That money disappeared mm -hmm. now, I would, from the municipality's account. So how would I, in my right mind, take people that buy a ticket to come in here, speak, and uh, have a dinner with us, take that money into the very same one? So, so, so just to clarify then, this is a lawyer that has been appointed by you, not yes. by council. Okay. Not by council. Okay. All right. So that then is uh, Gayton McKenzie reflecting on 100 days of his time as district mayor at the central at Central Karoo. Let me bring on in, in into the conversation Sean Mayers. Sean, you are a DA councillor in Beaufort West. You heard what your mayor had to say. Of course, he say he's talking about progress. He says he's had the most success that any mayor in that area has had. Um, I, yes, listen, we must start at the beginning. It's not my mayor. Thurs Prince is my mayor at the Beaufort West Municipality. Um, the constitution is very clear with regards to cooperative, or cooperative governance and that all spheres, and especially if you look at the constitution section 41, states clear that all spheres of government and all that's in the state in each sphere must. And if I'm correct, I state that not assume any power or function except those conferred to them in terms of the Constitution. Also, they speak about in the geographical area. But cooperative governance must adhere to every municipality, must adhere to its, its mandate and within the constitutional framework of the Constitution. So he is the mayor of the district municipality 
which a district has its own core functions and own mandate, according to the Constitution, to implement overall in the district. Now, Beaufort West Municipality is a B municipality. Yes. Sean, that's that's fair enough. I I, I accept what you're saying. You you can go on. Yes. So, So he is not the head of the B municipalities. The only the in the chapter or the the legislation allows for interference into municipalities only from provincial governments. Any interference into any municipality must be only from provincial governments. That's the law, and that's something we cannot. Uh, the law is there. All of us must adhere to the constitution. Uh, the fact of the matter is, we must we must really be honest here. Yes, Beaufort West Municipality had bucket toilets, but those bucket toilets was not in the service delivery area of Beaufort West. And the fact is right that the provincial government, the DA provincial government, did give money in 2016, 27 for the eradication of the bucket toilets, also to, to, to put toilets nearer to the houses, because many people still have toilets outside of the houses. But due to fraudulent and mismanagement of funds, it couldn't happen uh, uh, under the rule of the previous governments. The fact that is that Mr. McKenzie put money into a trust. If he did ask the council, he didn't ask Buford West Council, maybe he asked his district council, so I don't know about that. But that question never arose in the Buford West municipality, maybe in his municipality, that the money should be raised. By all means, when we we are, it's correct that we are better, but almost when you raise money, everybody needs money to render services. But, but Section 12 of the Municipal Finance Management Act is very, very clear on raising funds and have a discretionary bank account. Their bank account for raising funds must be within the municipality, and the fact that the mayor still has a discretion on using that funds. Because when you raise funds as a municipality, it still is a representation of the people as per to the constitution, and that funds must be accounted to and audited to for the public knowledge thereof. So the fact that he's doing it outside the parameters of the law is a, is a problem at the, at the moment. Matthew McKenzie is correct with the billing of, of, of ESCOM. He's also correct by saying that we are under uh, Section 139 uh, mandatory financial recovery plan. But we must be very, very honest here. This recovery plan was accepted, adopted by National Treasury, provincial government, and Beaufort West municipality, due to the fact that Beaufort West is very much bankrupt. But the interference and not the adherence to this recovery plan also comes from, from his dictating into the coalition of, of, of Beaufort West municipality. We must be very honest. We, we are, the recovery plan is there to turn around the finances of the Beaufort West municipality. Number one, we cannot, just cannot hire and fire people, especially in the senior administration staff. They came and they fired all the senior officials and appointed people who didn't went through the proper process of appointment. For example, we have an acting MM whose CV was tabled in council by another councillor and was appointed then. That MM, the current acting MM of the municipality, then took two weeks leave after being appointed one month without having leave and is protected by by Mr. McKenzie. Um, 
It's not so sheer, so sheer that he wants to fix the municipality as per se and as he project on, on, on the media and social media. To me, it's really um, a perception he's perceiving at the moment. And the perception is selling really, really well. Um, the fixing of the, the swimming pools. Perfect. Those two swimming pools which are fixed, we went through a drought, a drought season from 2016. After the drought, we were hit by COVID, hence the fact the swimming pools had to stay closed. And due to vandalism, one current swimming pool, one current swimming pool, which in the heart of the community, of the rural community, a swimming pool which I grew up also, has been vandalism. And that was a promise we wanted to fix, but never fixed that one. And the others were only minor uh, 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 renovations needed, like painting, cleaning the pool. That's minor things of fixing a toilet pot here or there, a uh, leak on the roof here or there. <laughs> the, fact of, the, the, the fact of the matter is, yes, um, the tar we're currently using in Beaufort West is the asphalt plant, and, and and I must say, I must be honest, I must give Mr. Ken McKenzie credit for inviting businesses into to, 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 to Beaufort West. We need that. We need that sustainability of job creation. Uh, um, and we really need South Africans business people to invest in Beaufort West. We cannot look away from that. That I must give credit to, to Mr. McKenzie for putting Beaufort West for that on, on the map. Um, but I must also ask on the sustainability of these these projects he brought into to Beaufort West. How sustainable? Right. How sustainable? Either before I finish, I must say, for example, this asphalt plan he brought in. That company is not really proper registered, or maybe is registered by now. But the, the municipality is buying the tar from them now, without going through a supply chain process, which is against uh, a municipal finance management act, which is against a supply chain processes, are the quality of the tar uh, 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 usable. But, but when we come into the, when they say, yes, the GA councillors owe, owe money to, to, to the municipality, I would appreciate if you can give me the names now on air so that we can know who those DA councillors are. All right. Mr. Mayers? They say DA councillors, but I don't know who my colleagues are. All right. Let's pause it there with you. I think I've given you ample time um, just to state your side of the story. When we continue, we'll hear. uh, This is from Brian Euster, who is a community and social activist. We'll also hear from the Good Party in that region. It's 11.30. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation on the talking point. Of course, our focus for today uh, being the Central Karoo Municipality. And we're in conversation with the mayor there and some of uh, the local players. Uh, you heard from DA Councillor in Buford West, Sean Mayers. Let me bring in Brian Euster, who is a community and social activist. Brian, good morning. Good morning, Katie. Let uh, me give you an opportunity then. You heard uh, Mr. McKenzie's reflections on um, his term in office so far, what he's been able to do, the changes he's able to bring in to the municipality. Uh, your response then? Yeah, Katie, um, I must applaud Mr. McKenzie for what he's done, first and foremost, um, here in Beaufort West. I'm not going to talk about the Central Karoo. Um but uh, before before Mr. McKenzie came here, he was the PA president. He did things boldly. He made bold statements, and um, they fixed roads. Uh, they 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 did everything that the people of South Africa need. But then he became the dis- executive district mayor. And with that, that come functions. Um, the functions and powers and the responsibilities of the mayor are assigned by legislation, which Mr. McKenzie does not follow. 
Um, in terms of in terms of uh, Section 56 of the Municipal Structures Act and Chapter 7 of the MFA, he ignored it boldly. Uh, and I'm saying, first and foremost, is the the gala dinner. He did he did not as a as a as an office barrier. He did not follow protocol. But if he was still the president of the party, he could have done that without legislation. Because in 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 in, in their party, um, there's no legislation to raise money or to use it for the eradication of of anything, right? Um, and we know, we all know the story about the money wasn't deposited in a primary bank account of the municipality. We understand that. We understand there's processes to be followed in the municipality. But if he was uh, 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 not the mayor, he could have done it any any way he wanted to, but he did not do it. So there will be maybe consequences. I don't know. But what he did now, um, the, the the factories were in his hundred days. The factories, there's a bread factory, tar, clothing factory. Let me just come back to that. How does those factories, how does the buildings benefit the municipality? Because it's in transnet buildings. Um, is it sustainable? Mr. McKenzie said, and I just, the, I just want to clarify to the people of South Africa that we never received our bread from Booster. Um, there's shops, there's bakeries here in Beaufort West. Beaufort West never had bucket toilets. Our toilets, most of the people, their toilets still sit outside of the house, but it's all flushing toilets. And uh, he, he, he should have clarified the, the, the fact that where, because it, it was, it, it's all transnet uh, stations, transnet buildings, places, where he fixed those toilets. I think he fixed four or three in Nyalspur. Then in, in Liohamka, he also fixed uh, a bucket toilet there. But the, but, but the problem with, with that is there's no line that going to the, to the sewage uh, dam. You see, when you flush, it goes through a pipe and then to the dam. They go, it, it still goes until today it goes into a tank. Yeah? All the feces and stuff goes into a tank, and then the municipal must go to to Nyalspur, and then they pump they pump it out and take it to the sewage dam. So uh, um, I don't think maybe the the only solution is uh, there's no buckets and they and they flush, but there's there's no straight line to to the sewage dam. Um, my point number two, Mr. McKenzie said he fixed uh, portals. They started in, in Blight Street, Aitakan Street, Long Street, Bantam Street. Um, in, the, in, in the community, that is the main areas, main streets, and Alfonso Avenue, yes. If you go there now, you will see it looks worse than it was before. I'm not saying they did not do it. They went there, they did put a uh, star in the puddles but it lasted for up to a week. Now, if you really know how to use or how to fix puddles, you wouldn't rush because the Karoo climate here, it's, it's very wet. And, and even when the sun shines in the winter, the ground is wet. And tar doesn't work uh, when, the, when the ground is, is wet. That's why they can, they can fix it now. Tomorrow it will be out. Um, I think the rush was for the 100 days because the, the, the roads is worse than it was before. Um, now we come to, to, to the fact of the matter um, that I also want to clarify with the mayor is that uh, his, his interference in, in the local municipality of Beaufort West. Um, why is he, is he interfering? I know that PA is in a collision. But it seems like the, the mayor is doing all the, the talking for his collision partners. He made a bold statement uh, when he came here, corruption will disappear. But still, he's in collision with, 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 with someone um, who's in court for alleged corruption and fraud um, of municipal funds.
um, on a on a road in Merville. All right. So um, it was a road tender in Merville. Merville is a place. It, it also falls under the jurisdiction of Beaufort West Municipality. But they are in collision. So where are the ethics of Mr. McKenzie? I sat down in his office, in his office for one hour, and I asked him. I said to him, um, "There's a there's a there's an Africa Creek report, forensic report, that should be tabled uh, uh, on the 30th of June. Our meeting was on the 18th of May this year. On the 30th of June, that report should be tabled at district where he is. Will that report be tabled because?" His collision partner is implicated again in that report. All right. And that report, were, and that report were never tabled. Mm. Brian, I'm going to ask you to pause it there. I think you've also had uh, quite a, 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 a decent amount of time just to table um, your concerns in as far as uh, the time that Mr. McKenzie has been the mayor is concerned. I quickly want to take Elrico Jacobs, who is uh, the Central Karoo Regional Organizer for the Good Party. Elrico, good morning. Good morning, ma'am, and good morning to your viewers. How are you? Uh, I'm well, thank you. So here's an opportunity for you as a representative of the Good Party uh, to also state your case in as far as the reflections on um, the 100 days uh, of the Central Karoo's mayor is, is concerned. Um, yes, ma'am. Um, I, I, I will not go into that much of a depth of the issues of, of, of trying to uh, showcase that the mayor the current uh, mayor is not being doing this work. But I wanted to go on an aspect of Buford West. Anyone visiting this town called Buford West, when you pass through this town, you will definitely see there is definitely a great need for municipal services in our town. Um, so with just an example, I left Buford West for 22 years, and then I returned to Buford West after 22 years, and the house that I was born in, uh, in a small place called Paraflake, it is still exactly the same as it is as, as I left it about 22 years ago and even longer than that. Um, but what I want to say is that the, before the municipal election started, there was a great need for change in our town. We could definitely see that the people, when you look at their faces, when you talk to the people, there was this buzzword of fixing the central Karoo, fixing Buford West, and making Buford West great again. So what I can say is any political party, all political parties that participated in the municipal election had that intention to motivate and to rejuvenate the town called Buford West. So when, fortunate enough, the PA came out as a winner in this municipal election, uh, Good only managed to get two seats, uh, one at the district PR seat and one at the, at the municipality. So our council is currently there. It, 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 they are restricted in making any changes. They are restricted in their opinion because we know there's a collision that is in charge of Buford West, municipality and the district, uh, which is the ANC, uh, the KDF, and the PA coalition. So coming to Mr. McKenzie, obviously, uh, when you look at from a layman's term, you can see that everyone is excited for the intentions of what is going to what is happening in the town. Uh, the the, the new ideas of business that is going to be coming to our town, uh, the town is now on the lips of everyone. So in that aspect, when you look at it, I would say that it is favorable to the community, it is favorable for our town, because for a long, long period of time, uh, our town was only known for, for corruption. Our town was only known for Chris Barnard, who did a heart transplant a long time ago. So our children in our streets, they were actually looking for changes. So in a way, I would say that this is actually a simulation for changes that has to take place. Mm. So yeah, to criticize Mr. McKenzie on the Municipal Finance Act, yes, definitely. Uh, from an administrative point of view, you will find fault with it. You will definitely find something wrong with the manner in which he went out and got the money in order to fix the roads and to fix the pools and all those things. But we know that the biggest problem in this for the press, and it continues to exist, is this kind of deployment of bringing people into positions that do not deserve to be in that position. That is still a, a ill that is still continuing in our town where you find that directors is being appointed into position. These directors are fly by night. They come to our town on a, on a Tuesday and they leave on a Thursday. And that is actually the main cause of our town. So 
uh, when we look at the municipality, no changes have been done within the municipality itself when it comes to the administration. Um, the, the staff is still confused as ever. The staff is still doing whatever they are doing. Uh, in the way they are doing, there's no leadership. Uh, the directors is currently on suspension. Uh, so everything that is being done now in Dufat West and in the central Karoo, it's done from uh, private investors that is pushing their money into the Dufat West municipality and doing it outside the scope work of the municipality. So judging that, judging that is going to be extremely difficult because mm. from the municipality, uh, nothing is happening from the municipality. is still not being rendered. So everything is being done from the money that has been raised. And that will obviously be scrutinized in a later stage. All right, Elrico, let me ask you to pause it there. So, uh, Mr. McKenzie, listening to what some of those who operate, um, at least in 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 your municipality, um, are concerned, or in the various municipalities that fall under your district, um, it sounds to me that you you have your heart in the right place, but. Um, you you don't quite seem to understand what is required from a legislative point of view in order to ensure that there is compliance, uh, proper compliance with legislation. At least that's part of what has come out from what uh, your fellow councillors have to say. Uh, right, Kathy, why do you assume I'm the one not understanding and not they the ones not understanding? Our I think we've been going up and down with this issue of the raising of the money. Uh, the Auditor General will flag if I didn't involve, if I didn't follow the correct procedures. Where I'm sitting is I know I follow the correct procedures by going to council. And, 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 and let us leave that one for that. But I have to answer some points that was raised mm. here. And, 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 says, and, 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 and sorry, just before you go on, and the fact that there is. Um, denials about whether you actually spoke to council about this in the first place? Yes, no, no. You see, I cannot come on national radio and lie about something like that, that that I can be I can be removed just by lying. I went to council, a resolution was taken. It wasn't just, when council take a resolution, it is by show of hands. A resolution was taken that I get permission to raise funds. So that one I I will fall on my sword. That's a fact. But then I want to come back to what was said here. I want to answer all the questions. I made some notes. I think the first one where the councillor says that the Beaufort West municipality has bought tar from the tar manufacturer. That is absolute nonsense, he's speaking, because there's no money in Beaufort West to buy tar. Uh, the company is talking about has a standing contract with other big firms already in the area, other municipalities bought from other other businesses bought in other municipal jurisdictions. Then both of municipality has never spent one cent towards that company. Secondly, he asked me for the name of the councillors that owe money. It's Derek Welkermut. His chief will be chief of the DA. There was the DA's municipal thing. He owes 600000 in unpaid uh, rates and taxes. So the, the head, his head, this councillor talking there, his uh, council boss, owes 600,000. Name is Derek Welkermut. He was the mayoral candidate for them. The third one is where he says, I'm interfering. Now, in the Beaufort West Council, not in the council where I'm sitting, at the end of April, they took a decision, which he was in the meeting, where they asked the district, which I lead, to help the Beaufort West to come out of this mess. That's one. A decision was taken in his presence that they asked the district to come and help. And they did it in line with the district development model, which allows B municipalities to call in the help of the district municipality. So he was there when they were asked, so what interference is he talking about when they were there? Then the fourth one is the fact that they talk about bucket toilets not being municipal houses. That's so true. But for the type of person I am and who we represent in the coalition, I don't care in which area it is, but there are people living there, people that voted for us, people that put their hopes on us. When the people came to vote for us, we didn't tell them you live in a transnet house, you live in, in this house. But now when we must give them a, a toilet, we talk about all those type of stuff. 
And it is not four toilets. We've put in more than 124 toilets with piping, with tanks. It was a massive project. And you talk about there's no toilets. There was no bucket toilets in Beaufort West, which is true. Beaufort West didn't have bucket toilets, but Beaufort West had people that had toilets that didn't work for six years, for six years. And the pictures are there to show you. But the bucket toilets was in the district, the central Karua district, of which I'm the mayor. The buildings that they're talking about were buildings that were standing empty, that became drug dens, that became where, where young people would go there and smoke. It was dirty buildings that we approached Transnet. And we said, can we rather use this because they're vandalizing the buildings. Then the issue where I was accused of one of the coalition partners is having uh, um, uh, charges of corruption against them. That is true. Uh, one of our coalition partners is standing in court, uh, one of the leaders in the coalition partners, but that's just how coalitions work. In their party, which the party is called KDF, there's no step aside rule. I have no power to say to them, you cannot, uh, who, I cannot tell the people who to bring to the table. I'm in a coalition with a party. I cannot tell that party who should represent them in council. So I'm not going to stand here because we did ask the question and, and we were rightly told that you are innocent. The constitution of this country says you are innocent uh, uh, until proven guilty. So yes, I'm not going to deny that we are in a coalition and the, and the party that we are in a coalition with. The party is not in court that we are in a coalition with, but the deployee of the party has got a case. I got no power or no jurisdiction over it. Is it not something point, that you're concerned about though? For me? Yes. No, I believe in the constitution of the country. I'm not going to be blinded by the ANC step-aside rule, which a, a great number of them want to get away from the step-aside rule. We as the PA have appointed unapologetically a man that has been falsely accused of inciting violence during the looting processes last year. We made him an MMC of housing because we know he's innocent. We know that what the constitution of this country say. So what's good for the PA should also be good for other people. So yeah, I'm just saying that if the man is innocent, I have been accused of things I've done. I've been accused of things I didn't do. So I will just be guided by the constitution. And the constitution of this country is clear that uh, a person is innocent until proven guilty. And why would I want another party to do what I can't do in my own party? But lastly, I want to make this point very clear here. The, the, the mistakes that has been highlighted by, 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 by one of the things that is also not true is when the councillor says a person was disappointed. I had nothing to do with how can I just come and appoint a senior executive? Then he, where did he open a case? Where did he complain? He was in that council. But none, leave that. Here's my main point I want to make. Beaufort West and the Central Karua was a town busy dying, which is a fact I'm telling you. I came here and I worked with the coalition and there was many things that are wrong that are still wrong. We can't fix everything in a hundred days. Now he's saying, for instance, that the swimming pool was just paint and thing. He, it took us 99 days to finish that pool. 99 days of 25 contractors per pool. Now, if you say to me that was just paint, I mean, what did people do for 99 days? Uh, and these are private contractors so, so, fixing so, this. So, so, so then, Mr. McKenzie, what do you make of the criticism that you release, that, that you receive, rather, um, from those that are, are councillors in that region? No, you see, one must never be arrogant not to listen to the criticism. Like, for instance, Brian yesterday uh, said that some of the potholes that we have fixed, you see, potholes you can never finish. It's an ongoing thing. But Brian Yoster criticized and said some of the potholes are not uh, ties out or it's, 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 it's potholes again. I must now take that criticism. I must go back this afternoon to go and see for myself because I now got that report. I can't just say, but nonsense is nonsense. Now he wants to blame the ANC and saying the ANC bucket toilets. The truth of the matter is the DA found the bucket toilets here. They left the bucket toilets. 
Now for him to come now and say, oh no, the bucket toilets uh, uh, is, is only uh, the, the ANC government. No, the ANC government is responsible for the bucket toilets. The DA then, Central Karua's mess cannot just be put at the door of one party. It is, must be put at the door of both the DA and the ANC. I can't fix everything, but what I've tried to do is to get this municipality and the other municipalities back on track. Okay. And then the issue of the last one, the issue of the forensic report. Yes, Mr. Yuster did uh, tell me about the forensic report. Mr. Yuster did mention, he actually made me aware. And I can tell you, I've read that report, and I agree with him, action needs to be taken. And I can assure him that tomorrow is a council meeting on the agenda. It is that report. Just to show you that if it means my coalition partners are implicated, so be it. But tomorrow we're going to talk about a report in a similar matter in the, in the district council. Let me quickly take Malusi in Polokwane. Malusi, good morning. Oh, good morning, Kathleen. Good morning to listeners and yes. uh, Mayor, K- uh, Mayor Gaten. Um, good morning. Kathleen, I'm, I'm a bit shocked. Uh, I'm shocked that the very same people are complaining about the Honorable Mayor. They're not complaining that he's not taking salary. They're not complaining that he's restoring the dignity. You know, I'm following... He's, he's, when you pass Butford West, Kathy, I pass there many times when I go to Cape Town. Butford West, Lanesburg, are part of those towns, Luhamka. They, they, they look like they're becoming ghost towns, you know? But there is municipality that's supposed to give services to people. Now, Mr. McKenzie came in, changes things, made, he goes and do raise funds. A person complains about municipality procedure, what, what? That even cannot feed people, uh, Kathy. When someone does his job, people who wants to win with that person must rally behind the person so that the dignity of Central Karoo is being restored. You are doing well, Mr. McKenzie. I mean, Polukwani, you know, sometimes I'm longing to move there. You are doing well. All May right. God thank keep you, you and bless you. Malusi, let's thank leave you. it there. Malusi, you, Malusi, out in Polukwani. In Jeffrey's Bay, Nangamso, good morning. Morning, Kathy. Morning, uh I'm I call him Vulgate. Morning, my comrade. Morning, my president. Both I'm a UGM member, but I love you so much. I followed you since you've been put there. I know you, you, you are a hustler. You are a businessman. But one thing yes. I like about you, you don't want to put in your own pocket like the others. Keep, keep up the good work, boss. If you can spread as much as Eastern Cape, because, hey, I'm too bad. Well, it's very bad. There is no at all. There's no. There's nothing going on here. It's dead. Eastern Cape is like a threshold. I like what we're doing, but we'll, we'll support you with other municipal finance nonsense that they are busy stealing money. We will we'll support you there. Luckily, you are using your lawyers. You're using trust accounts, which are which are part of because one they like to create a fancy account and over this account to steal our money that is supposed to help our people here. Keep the good work, boss. We love you so much. Thank you. All right. Nangamso, we're, we're going to leave it there for this morning, Nangamso, out in, in Jeffreys Bay. So as you heard there, um, really, our listeners saying, well, so what if he's not following <laughs> municipal processes and bypassing the legislation as um, has been alleged? Of course, there's now an official complaint um, that has been opened, at least by the SACP with the MEC um, in the province, that is the MEC for the Western. Cape local government um, on this very issue, that matter currently under investigation. Sean, let me give you a chance to come in here very briefly because we are quickly running out of time. Yes. Um, Mr. McKenzie is, is, is correct when he talks about the joint district uh, 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 approach. The thing is that it needs to be in uh, on a feeder way and that he does not have the authority. He's correct when he said that his coalition partners, who are the majority of council, uh, approve for him to interfere politically in the Buffett West Municipality. Now, that is an, according to Chapter 41 of the Constitution, an illicit decision. 
So, 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 I'm not going to move into that, but I really would like to move into the fact that, um, and I need to cover my colleague, uh, Derek Jalfamut here. It's not him that owes the money. It's, in a, it's a trust where he and some other people are on the trust, and the trust is bankrupt, <laughs> but his name also appears on the trust as a director. So now they put not the blame on the trust, but rather shift it to, to Mr. Vialkamut. So if there's grounds to charge Mr. Vialkamut, uh, by law, no councillor must owe the municipality more than three months. He can be removed as a councillor. But let's come back to the fact that the Beaufort West Mayor, they owe the municipality 120,000 renting rates in Texas. But it doesn't talk about his PA Mayor in Beaufort West, who owes also that amount of money. But we must go look into the, 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 the revenue status of the municipality. Our, rev- our revenue currently gaining in the municipality is between 8 to 9 million rand. Our expenditure bill only on staff, only on salaries, is 13, a month from 12 to 13 million rand, which means we are monthly in a deficit. Now, the recovery plan is for province to assist us and national treasury to assist us to have a turnaround strategy already to put over this on the right track. And so that they make another shift for Mr. McKenzie to do the same. But they don't adhere to the recovery plan rather than to gain these political points. All right. I must allude I must allude to you that one hundred and sixty seven million rent fruitless, wasteful expenditure, which amounts from fraudulent activities, money mismanagement, finance mismanagement. Those are the issues which need to be addressed administratively to fix the town. Because once you fix that, then you can render the services to the municipality. All right, Sean, we're going to have to leave it there. We're out of time for this conversation. Sean Mayers, the DA councillor in Buford West, you heard there from the district mayor at Central Karoo, Gayton McKenzie, and also from the community activist and the good party representative. So, um, yeah, that seems to be uh, at least a rounded picture of what is happening in that district. That's why we wrap it up for today. Of course, the talking point, back with you again tomorrow.